Let's go to something a little related. Food systems expert Emily King is advocating for a system that supplies people with healthy and affordable food that's made and grown well. She calls it a noble goal and asks the question, if Aotearoa is such a great food producer, why are so many going hungry? Emily is the director of Spira and author of ReFood. She joins us now. Hi, Emily. Tēnā koe, Jesse. Thank you for your time today. You wrote a really nice piece on this for the RNZ website, which is where I came across. You and people can uh, take a look at that when they get a moment. But what is the problem as far as you see it? Thanks, Jesse. And, yeah, thanks for um, being interested in it. Yeah, the, well, there are quite a few <laughs> problems. Um, yeah. Fortunately, there are quite a few solutions, so we'll try and focus on that too. But um, we have... Yeah, as I wrote in the article, we, we do have a lot of what I call ironies in the food system um, and it's not working perfectly. Um, if the purpose of the food system is to feed people, then well, we're failing at it because 15 to 20% of our population are hungry and if it's to feed people affordable, healthy food, then we're also not doing that very well. Um, and if it's to grow um, really good quality food and, and get it to people, we're not going so well there either. So um, I guess what I advocate for is people to look at the full system and then to try and understand it to see where we can make changes um, to improve some of those challenges that we're facing. Emily, is the purpose of our food system to food people or is it to drive economic growth and do all sorts of other things as well or instead of? Well, there are many purposes and, of course, we have lots of factors that come into it. And, and it's just a fantastic question, isn't it, for us to be asking ourselves, what is the purpose of the food system? And I think even if we just pause there and think about it, there are many different um, drivers and, and answers and, and things that people want to hear out of it. But I think at a fundamental human rights level, we want to make sure that a big purpose of it is to feed people um, because that's the point um, for us to continue and and survive and thrive as as people on this planet. So um, at least it needs to be included in any kind of goal of the system. Yeah, and not wanting to get too philosophical here, but is there even such a thing as a food system or is it just a collection of thousands of different producers, consumers, growers, buyers, etc., working on individual transactions and relationships? Yeah, I, I would love to get philosophical about it and <laughs> think about the full system because um, I enjoy doing that. And I do see the system. I, I mean, there are many systems. And, of course, here I, I guess we default into the sort of white westernised um classical system of food and and of course there are many indigenous food systems out there operating as well um, but it is connected and all of those different actors that you've spoken about and all the different parts of it they do all tie together um, and it's miraculous it's absolutely incredible and for the most part um, it does some really wonderful things and employs you know thousands hundreds of thousands of people if you look at the globe even more um, and it and it feeds a lot of people really well so we, we can't be completely negative about it but at the same time we've got some startling issues that are happening that are part of that system um, and I believe that if we take a bigger picture look at it um, we can come up with some solutions for it and and that's why I'm looking at that full system because that's where we start to see 
good things happening and changes taking place. Yeah. Is part of the problem not that our food system is not meeting its purpose, but that there is no conversation around what the purpose of our food system is, no one or no thing whose job it is to think about those bigger issues? Yeah, it's a massive challenge, right? So it it's never been designed for want of a better word um and and who would have designed it it's been um well hang on i'll, I'll change that it's mm. never been you know designed by all the the citizens or people wanting to think about it it has had of course design by default it's had um, many aspects of that through business design um also through urban spaces and urban planning how we lay out our towns and cities and even our rural areas where we put food businesses where we don't put them um, all of those things form our food environments um, that we're faced with daily so there's definitely a form of design but um, in terms of trying to um, I guess find ways through some of the challenges that we're facing there hasn't been um, there hasn't been explicit design of the system it's been subtle and it's been decades um, building up, but it hasn't actually come from people or come from even some businesses that are a part of that system haven't directly designed it. You're not the only one talking about these sorts of issues, Emily. How much will for change is there among the general population, but also among businesses working inside that system? Yeah, and it's... It's an interesting time. I mean, even if you look at the program on RNZ today, the amount of times um, these topics have popped up, right? Yeah. So people are feeling the urge to talk about it. And um, I've I've been working in this for over a decade and I've never seen so much of a hive of activity yeah. of people wanting change. And it speaks to the fact that we're facing, you know, the highest food prices in 36 years, people struggling, um, not only the people that have always been struggling, but it's hitting middle New Zealand who want to talk about it. So then you end up with a, a bigger, stronger voice around some of the topics. But also, of course, our farmers and growers face challenges um, and our businesses as well. So they're also coming up with amazing solutions to try and tackle some of the problems. Um, if you look at um, initiatives with, you know, rescuing food and cleaning fields and trying to get produce to people um, at an affordable rate, those sorts of things, they're, they're just popping up everywhere across um, the country as people try and respond um, in different ways to some of the challenges. And, yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of hopes there in, in the solutions that our um, yeah, our businesses and growers and farmers are bringing to the table. But I think we need a bigger conversation and we need um, more people thinking about it and more people talking about what we can actually do because um, it's on track to get a lot worse, not a lot better if we continue on this trajectory. Could you give us some brief ideas on how we might change the system for the better? Uh, yep. <laughs> so I, <laughs> there are a lot of as I said, good initiatives out there. I think what we could do as a country, if we want to take it up a notch to a more national level, um, we don't have any national strategy or any kind of overarching view of where we go. There's multiple government departments, multiple university departments and um, sectors that try and work on little pieces of, of this topic, but no one really comes together and nuts out a plan forward. And 
in, in my experience, when I've had people come together to solve some of these challenges, actually the diversity of the different people from different parts of the system in that room talking about it are actually where the solutions lie. And so um, I think that we could do a lot better as a country um, at a bigger a higher level um, to get those answers out there and including you know all voices um, in that not only businesses that are um, heavily involved and invested in it but also um, our growers our farmers but also people working right through to access to healthy food um, where there's a lot of work happening right now um, to try and get affordable food and you know we need outcomes that are changing some of those dire statistics around um, hunger and also what we're feeding people. Um, I just I just want to say also that I think it's a wonderful thing that we produce such high quality food in our country and I think that's one of our strengths. Um, I think we can continue to export really high quality food that pays our food business as well and feed our people. I think we just need to come up with a way that we ensure that those two, along with other goals, are achieved. And so, yeah, I think that we're in a good position as a relatively small country with good food producing potential um, to do that. Good on you, Emily. Thanks very much. Stay in touch. Um, and the book's out fairly recently, I think, isn't it? ReFood? Um, yeah, yep, that's right. Out, um, out of Mary Egan Publishing, um, thank you. Out. Yeah, and um, as I said, there's that op-ed on the RNZ website if people want more for Emily. Uh, nice to talk to you, thank you. Thank you so much. Emily Thanks King, her uh, organisation's called Spira.